0: All right, everybody, welcome back to another episode of Backlash Podcast. I'm Jeff. The company I'm involved with is Team Rhino Outdoors. If you want more information about that company, check out teamrhinooutdoors.com. And I have two co-hosts tonight. We got Brad and Carrie Hoppy with Musky Mayhem Tackle. And if you want more information on Musky Mayhem Tackle, visit www.muskymayhemtackle.com. And our guest tonight is Josh Clymer with Aqua Traction. Josh's company, I'll let, you, I'll let him tell you more about it, but he makes a really cool product that can be added to pretty much any boat or as a standalone product. Josh, how are you doing tonight?
1: Pretty good, Josh. How are you?
0: We're doing really good. It's Sunday, a couple days before Thanksgiving. Well, I'm not doing any fishing anymore, so that kind of stinks, and I don't hunt. I guess right now I'm kind of almost getting ready for show season, and I don't want to talk about that yet, so maybe I'm not doing as good as I thought I was. <laughs>
2: Oh, come on now, Jeff. I know you look forward to all
0: that. Um, I look forward to Friday at whatever time the show opens until like Saturday night. Once Once you're there, you're set up and everything's going, then shows are fine. But then Sunday, typically Sundays aren't super busy. And the whole time you're just thinking, I have to tear all this down and get on the road again. So I actually do like shows. I like them for like a day and a half. And then by Sunday... I just dread having to pack it all up. If I could just hire a bunch of people like you guys do and just, you know, cuz I
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> And then I could just get somebody in there to pack it all up for me. It'd be different, but you know, I'm just this little small business. I don't have 14 people working for me all the time like you guys do. <laughs> oh, come on now. <laughs> <laughs> wow. oh, Sorry. Right. You have
2: hey, to hey, play Jeff, I uh, Jeff I have been uh, actually
1: Sitting in the blind here lately, and I have been listening back on some of your podcasts. And it sounded like a couple months ago your trailer got destroyed. Did you get a new one for the show season?
0: No, I did not. That's actually something I was hoping I'd have one by the first of December, and that's not too far off. And I really don't think it's going to happen before then. But I, I have to do it like soon because I have to. I build some shelves and stuff on the other one to so that we can slide the because we come in with a bunch of two foot by eight foot tall grid wall, and so I slide all those in there. That way they don't, they can't shift around during movement. So I got to get all that ready to go. But no, I'm not ready that way. And typically our show season prep doesn't start for another like two and a half, three weeks. We don't usually start till like the middle of December now. We're not doing the Ohio show this year. So it gives us an extra week to get things done. Last season getting ready was kind of tough too because we just built a new shop. So we were moving into the shop. A month later than I wanted to. So everything got pushed back and kind of scrambled together. So we're not quite into show season yet, but I, I do need to get moving on that. That's for sure.
2: Yeah. I don't know if you're ever a hundred percent prepared for the show season, you know, it's just one of them deals where there's a lot of stuff going on. I mean, we're doing initial orders at that time of the year. And, um, in between you're trying to figure out how you're going to get everything made for the shows too. So it's an interesting time of the year. I
3: believe, Jeff, you have way more guys working in your booth than we do in
0: ours. (laughs) Maybe. No, no, we don't. You got you and Brad and Kevin and last year, didn't you have Todd and his wife from um, Musky Moon Guide Service every single show?
3: Nope. They're in Milwaukee.
0: That's it? Yep. I thought I saw him at every single show. Nope. Maybe he just cloned himself. He's at every single show maybe Well, maybe i mean if my wife comes here is our kids included because if my wife shows up with the kids that's five extra people right there so see
3: way more than me
0: i wouldn't put them as help though have you ever seen how much they do at a show (laughs) typically austin runs around looking for see if there's a jerky stand so that's as far as he goes (laughs) all right enough about us enough about show season let's talk to josh and Hear a little bit about Aqua Traction. So, Josh, why don't you kind of give us a a rundown on Aqua Traction, and maybe give us a little bit of background on your on your musky adventures? Because we also know that not only do you own this company, but you're also a musky fisherman. So, maybe why don't you give us a little bit of all of that?
1: You bet. So, Aqua Traction is a company that custom designs and manufactures advanced marine flooring. And so we've got manufacturing operations. So we've been in business for six years. We've got manufacturing operations in Clearwater, Minnesota, is my my main facility. Um, that's the location where if you've got a boat and you're a Minnesota-based customer, you can bring the boat to us. And then I've got a, a team of folks that go through and visually scan boats, do all the design work in-house, do all the manufacturing in-house, do all the installation in-house, typically with the boats that come to us. We can turn them in about two to three days. That includes our busy season, you know, coming through June, July, August is is when we get really busy. Last year, we also opened up a facility in Rhode Island. And the reason for doing so is that our bread and butter business has really done the offshore East Coast guys running big sport fishing boats. So to better service our customers out on the East Coast, we had an opportunity that presented itself and we jumped on it. And so now we have operation in Rhode Island. And so if you look at manufacturing in Minnesota and then manufacturing in Rhode Island, I think that our next logical step would be to open up something in California so that we can make sure that we're manufacturing in the highest-tech states in and, and every location across the country. But what we're doing is that we use a very, very durable cross-linked polyethylene, molecular-bonded material. and. It's got some very specific characteristics that make it appealing to the marine industry. So the first one is that it's extremely durable and and abrasion resistant. And so as I was mentioning, you know, a lot of our customers are on the East Coast running 100 miles offshore. A lot of them are bluefin tuna fishermen, yellowfin tuna fishermen. Um, A lot of the pelagic type fish. And they're dragging, you know, two to three, 400 pound bluefins across their decks and are material and it's definitely holding up to the to the abuse that they're they're using the product for one of the other benefits of stain resistance so with aqua traction we've literally tested it with blood wine sharpie marker wood stain and at this point we haven't found anything that'll stain it in fact probably the most difficult thing that we've found that i've personally found with Aquatraction is being out on mlax throughout a, a massive bug hatch last fourth of july had a group of folks in my boat. We went out to uh, garrison. It was one of those dead flat nights. And if anybody's been on one, it's dead flat, especially in July, you know that you're going to get completely attacked by the bugs. So as we watched the, the fireworks we came back and that evening, I probably had about an inch of bugs in the bottom of the boat. Um, we all stomped on them. Didn't clean the boat out that night. Come back the next day, and, and the whole entire boat was completely covered with these fish flies. And I will say that out of all of the different things that we've tested with aqua traction, that was the most difficult, but we were still able to get that completely out of there and made it look basically perfect again. One of the other major benefits is that it is flip resistant. And so I literally just recently had a customer call us from the hospital who had flipped on his swim platform and was injured enough to where he's in the hospital calling us up and saying, I'm never going to flip on my swim platform again. Let's put aquatraction on there. One of the other big benefits with any of the musky guys out there is that we're fishing into late fall. You know, the everything's freezing up. And Oops. with aquatraction, you can still walk around. Whereas carpet, it'll start to become really slick. And sometimes, you know, if it's super cold out, Minnesota, late November, it'll turn into almost a skating ring. With aquatraction, you won't experience that. Comfort is another big aspect. It's a cushioned product six millimeters thick and guys that are standing on it all day long you know that your lower back's going to start hurting if you're in rough water lower back's going to start hurting and this does give you the ergonomic characteristics some of the big benefits for our customers down south uh, not so much up north but the noise dampening characteristics so we've got a lot of guys that are running really small skips got pulling platforms on them they're up trying to catch Nook and bonefish and you know tarpon trying to sneak up on tarpon on their polling platforms. And so with aquatraction traction, it's heavily used down south as a noise dampening product. And then bottom line is that ox attraction looks cool. And so I've got a team of engineers, like I mentioned before, that go through and we do all the design work. We customize exactly whatever the customer wants. We have laser etching technology. Whatever type of logo or branding that you'd like in your flooring, we can certainly do that as well. At this point, Aquatraction, we've got 16 dealers across the country, and they're covering everywhere from Minnesota, Wisconsin, we've got some new dealers up in Green Bay, Wisconsin, over on Lake St. Clair, we've got dealers. Running all the way down the east coast from Massachusetts, Atlantic City, Ocean City, Moorhead City, North Carolina, Charleston, all the way across Florida, back up through Texas, and then down through Louisiana. And then we've also recently started going international as well, and we're um, just about ready to, to launch products going over into the UK as well as into Canada. So in a nutshell, that's really um, aquatraction and you know what we're comprised of in the areas that we cover.
0: So, Josh, if somebody wanted to take a hands-on approach to this, check it out in person. Do you guys visit any of the muskie shows? Because I'm sure that a bunch of our listeners are going to visit the shows this winter. Do you guys have a booth at any of these shows?
1: Yeah, so, you know, we were talking about boat shows earlier on in in this episode here. And, you know, you guys have got all of your muskie shows that are taking place. And I work with self-leader, self-tackle, John Betty, and john will be helping to represent aqua traction at all of the boat shows i'll personally be at the minnesota boat show but unlike you guys who will be fighting through the ice and the snow going back and forth from ohio to wisconsin fortunately my my boat shows that i go to in the winter time are to miami charleston so I'll be tied up doing a lot of the, the bigger boat shows throughout the country, but um, we'll be at the Minnesota boat show, first, or the, the Minnesota muskie show personally, and then John Betty will be at all of the other muskie shows. He'll have samples on hand, um, contact information, so you can stop by and see him, check out his leaders, and then also if you want to get samples of aquatraction, he'll have all that stuff available.
2: Yeah, we're actually Jeff going to uh, hopefully be getting a whole aqua traction uh, floor padding in front of our booth as well. So, it'll be it'll be one of them things where guys can check it out right on our floor probably as well and and John's a great representative. The product's unbelievable. You know, I've I've had the honor of using it 3 years now in my 24-foot john boat. And one of the neat things about it, and I know we've talked about this before Jeff, when you end up buying your river boat that river boat's going to be noisy because it's aluminum, right? And one of the neat things about aqua traction is the sound dampening. So, it definitely made my boat quieter. I'm using my boat not only for fishing, but I'm also using it as a uh, duck hunting boat. I I can tell you I've had blood stains all over that stuff and I've let it sit over winter after duck hunting. And I go back there in the spring and just kind of wet it down, let it soak a little bit, wet it a little bit more, and rub the blood right off with my fingers. It's it's an amazing, amazing product.
3: It works good with the dogs, too. They don't tear it up.
2: It's uh, pretty unique stuff. I was looking at some other products. I found out Josh had it. And, you know, Josh has been a handy musky fisherman for a long time, and that's kind of how we got to know Josh. He was catching a ton of fish on our product, and from there, we just kind of uh, got to know who each other were, so... It's cool that uh I'm working with a guy that's uh used our products and now I'm trying to help him some too, so
0: I like your optimism on the jet boat, Brad. that's good.
2: well, it's gonna happen.
0: <laughs> we'll see, I'm getting a little bit of pushback at home, you know that doesn't always happen, but I'm getting a little bit. She doesn't see any reason why we need to have another boat.
2: Well, I'll <laughs> see her at the shows here shortly, and we'll we'll get it straightened
0: out. That's good. We, what I really need to do is need to get Carrie on board with it to help straighten her out. Because if Carrie can convince her, then it's then it's all good. She's going to be a little skeptical of you, Brad. So we need to try to talk Carrie into helping us out on this.
3: You need another boat like
0: Brad does. See, Brad needs another boat too then, I guess. We're looking no, for two jet boats no. now.
3: No, Brad does not need another boat.
0: I liked how this went. It started out weird. Brad, I was just boat. getting a jet boat and now we're all getting jet boats. It'll be like a whole jet boat family.
2: Yeah, we need fleets of boats.
3: You already have fleets.
0: <laughs> I don't know. what's Both of you. Like how many are how many are in a fleet? Like, what's that considered? Like, four or five or more?
3: I don't know, but you have enough to make a fleet.
0: No, I don't think so. I need <laughs> one more. We need a jet boat.
3: You have one for each child.
0: I mean, right now, Zach's getting screwed. He's got a row troller. That's not acceptable. He's got to do a little better than that.
3: Boat's a boat.
0: <laughs> <laughs> wow. You <laughs> sound like my wife. brad who invited her
2: yeah exactly maybe it was better
3: i I will say though back to the aqua traction when you when you get nominated to ride around trolling and you know you are only there because of your license (laughs) that the the aqua traction works really good for sleeping on it's quite comfortable
0: i didn't get to experience that because when brad had me out it was like crappy that first day we were out was raining all damn day you can sleep rain gear I, i'm not sleeping when it's raining on the floor i'm sorry there was like probably three quarters of an inch of water on the floor most of the day you would get out of your oh, seat and there'd be a puddle right in your seat in like five minutes
3: toughen up jeffy
0: hey i'm a wisconsin guy
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> we're not that uh, tough
2: <laughs> no it's a cool cool deal i think guys if they if they check it out it, it's totally amazing it really truly is so
0: well, I can't wait to see your booth because it's something I consider doing for my booth. But then, you know, my wife being the accountant is like, um, you know how many shows we got to do in order to pay for this stuff on the floor?
3: <laughs> one with your feet.
0: <laughs> one with our feet is how you just said?
3: Yeah.
0: Well, I can't sell her on that or Kyle because both of them just sit there and, you know, talk to customers and take their money. So I, I'm the one that's actually going to, that should do all the convincing that way because I'm the one standing up on the booth all day.
3: Yeah, and it makes a huge difference.
0: Well, I'll just have to come over and visit you and come hang out in your booth. There you go.
3: You won't be very popular in your own
0: then. I'm not very popular anywhere I go.
2: You know, there is another product that I I don't think Josh touched on, and that's the anti-fatigue mats. One of the things that, I mean, I went into his booth last year at the Minnesota Muskie Show, and I'm like, oh, my God, i got to have one of these. I mean, that anti-fatigue mat, if you don't want to buy the whole flooring deal for your boat, it's another option that uh, definitely takes some of the abuse off of standing in your boat casting all day.
1: Yeah, that's right, Brad. So um, we do offer an anti-fatigue map and typical dimensions on it are 36 inches wide by about 20 inches. And it's got a neoprene backer on it. And then it's got aquatraction that's adhered to the top layer of that. So the overall thickness on this is a, approximately a half inch and to my knowledge we're the only company that offers a custom-made anti-fatigue mat you know and then we've geared that specifically to the musky industry mainly because I've spent many many years standing out in a boat on a Lacs casting all day long and I know that at the end of the day my wrists and my elbows and my back hurts and so just trying to offer a product that would at least solve one of those three problems so that's exactly what we've tried to accomplish.
2: Well, I think it's definitely, it's, it's more than one of those problems though, Josh. I mean, it, it eliminates your foot and your knees and your back. Yeah. You know, it's, it sounds really stupid, but guiding as many years as I guided and standing on my left foot while I ran a trolling motor with my right, it definitely became to a point where I wouldn't recover over the winter. In the early years, I was recovering, my left foot would kind of heal up and but then, you know, standing on one leg like that for so many years, it starts tweaking your back as well. And I've tried all different kinds of anti-fatigue mats. And, and the one that you're currently making definitely beats them all as far as comfort, in my opinion. So it's good stuff. really is. I mean, I, I think it was a wise decision, in my opinion.
0: So, Josh, on that mat, that individual mat, can people get that customized, too, if they're looking to get a logo put on that?
1: Yeah. So everything that we do, we can customize. So like I said, is that we've got laser etching technology. So the main thing is, if I don't have artists on hand. So if you do want to get some sort of customization and you want to have, you know, musky mayhem, let the mayhem begin laser etched into your pad. First off, you got to get permission from Brad and Kerry, I'm going to assume. But <laughs> if you had a logo, if you had a logo similar to that, what you'd have to do is just send me or one of my team members a vectored file of the artwork file. And then as soon as we get that, we can convert that over and then we can laser etch that into any of the pads that we manufacture.
0: So to give an idea of cost, like if you want a 36 by 20 mat, the um, anti-fatigue mat with your logo on it, do you have an idea what what that would run somebody?
1: Yeah. So if you want the anti-fatigue mat and then you do want customized logos on there, typical retail price on that is going to be about $150.
0: Yeah. That's definitely one of those things I'm going to have to get this coming season.
2: Yeah, you can get yourself some Team Rhino ones.
0: Absolutely, I can. See, so that's how I'll solve the booth problem. I'll just have to get me like two of those, and I can put them over in my little corner.
2: And then the next thing you know, everybody's going to be standing in your little corner whenever you walk away. We'll <laughs> <laughs> just have uh, to add
0: a whole bunch of mats together then, I guess.
2: Yeah, it's funny. Over the years with the shows, we always bought that cheap padding from Menards or Home Depot or whatever, and had it in our in our show booth. and people would come out of the hallway and go oh they just stand there and i used to give them crap you know it was a dollar a minute to stand there cuz it's abusive standing on cement all day and those guys that are out there that work on cement all day they get it but uh it's not it's not an easy thing to do
0: no it's no, quite painful yep i agree it's it's rough that's probably one of the toughest things about show season
2: well you're not eating probably the way you should. You're not sleeping the way you should. There's a lot of factors <laughs> with the shows.
0: So. Brad, you, Brad, you and I don't do that all year round.
2: Yeah, good point. I, mean,
0: <laughs> I know of at least a couple podcasts that we did this summer that ran past midnight.
2: Oh, yeah.
3: I know of one that didn't even start till midnight.
0: <laughs> I mean, it's true. It's true.
3: I was not there for that one. I go to bed.
0: That was in our younger podcasting days. We weren't so wise as we are now. Oh wait, we're not we're not wise now.
2: <laughs> I was gonna say, when did that start? <laughs> <laughs>
0: so Josh, is this product, you know, typically a, a big boat thing, a small boat thing? What kind of like we have, you know, in the musky world we have people at all different spectrums with all different boats, even people that may listen outside the musky world, once you give an idea of like what you guys can handle uh, size-wise, volume-wise, and then maybe if you have something you can kind of give people an idea on a a price on any of that stuff.
1: You bet, Jeff. Yeah, so we actually do custom projects that vary from the the smallest of projects up to huge, huge projects. And so, you know, for an example, we do Yeti cooler tops all the time. And we got customers that call us up on a daily basis that want an Arctic or a Yeti or an Engel cooler top. And so we manufacture cooler tops. We customize those. If you want a deer on it, if you want a musky on it, you know we'll we'll laser up those all the way up to yachts. And we've done several different yachts. You know, within Minnesota, our primary market is really the more luxury style runabout boats that you'll find down in Stillwater, um, Wabasha type area. If you move out onto the East Coast, you'll see a lot more of the large 50-foot Hatteras sport fishing-type boats that are running offshore. When we move down into the Gulf Coast, we're doing a lot more smaller skiffs with polling platforms. Um, we've also you know, partnered up with recently Florida Sport Fishing Magazine. So we just recently did their whole entire boat. I think they've got a 39-foot CV, if I remember correctly, Center Council CV that's got, you know, like, four 400 horse hanging out the back of this thing and so all of their tv shows it'll be featured with aqua traction on on their boat um, some of the other cool projects that that we've been working on as of recently as well is that we've partnered up with a spa company and so we're adhering our material into the bottom of hot tub and one of the contracts that we just got with that is with the new york Knicks. So we're pretty, pretty pleased about that, that that's um, starting to proceed forward. And we're partnering up with some of the professional athletes. We've already done a couple colleges. University of Central Florida was one of them. We've also done a couple of the boats on Wicked Tuna. And so if you look at the Wicked Tissa with Paul Hebert or Dave Marciano, that's both uh, boats that have had aqua traction installed in them. And then primarily for the the market that we've been talking about with, like, the muskie industry, we've done a ton of Ranger 620, 621s. We've done a ton a ton of feeder um, multi-CC boats this past year. A couple of the issues that customers have brought to my attention on the 620, 621s is that they are installing a factory rubber flooring at this point, apparently, from the feedback that I'm receiving is that it stains pretty easily and it gets hot. And so, some of the characteristics with tractions obviously it doesn't stain very easily, but also our materials designed to dissipate the heat. And so, you can walk around barefoot on aquatraction. I run my boat down to Louisiana um, back and forth a couple times each year. If I if I'm lucky, I try to get down there a couple times each year. And my favorite times to fish down there are in that August time frame where it could be 110 degrees when you're standing out there, and and I'm not going to lie and say that aquatraction doesn't get hot when it's baking out at 110 degrees, but we can walk around barefoot on it all day long in the scorching heat, and it it doesn't ever get to the point where you can't walk around on it barefoot. And that's one of the characteristics with polyethylene. If you go to a rubber-based product, um, like what you'd see coming factory out of Ranger, some of those other boat companies, The rubber-based products do absorb heat, gets hot. You can't stand on it when it gets above 90 degrees. With the Skeeter boat, the feedback that we're getting on those is that they've got some snapping carpet. And the problem with snapping carpet is that they're collecting sand up underneath that snapping carpet. And then when you pull the snap carpet up, the gel coat is completely ruined from this gritty sand. So we've had multiple skaters coming to us that we've been able to fix that problem and, and make their boats look much better than what they did currently uh, when they were brought to us. And as far as the price point goes, you know your best point or your best bet is to give either myself or one of my team members a call so that we can go through your specific project and understand exactly what your needs are. We do have some of the lower cost options, which would be more along the lines of just a a product that is used for, you know, flip resistance, stain resistance, comfort. But it's not going to look really cool. There's not going to be a bunch of designs on it. There's not going to be a bunch of customization on it. And something like that, just comparatively, if you're looking at a Ranger 620, 621, it's going to be in that $800 price range. And then from there, we can go up into excess of $1,600, $1,700 if you want highly customized, you know, completely customized patterns in there with all kinds of laser etching in it, we could bump up into that price range. So that give be kind of a, a range of what you're looking at for a lower end, you know, functional product up to something that's like super, super customized and, you know, something that, that looks really cool. The
2: sky's kind of the limit, isn't it? I mean, as far as artwork and what have you, I know I kind of pushed it a little bit with uh, the design that I put in my big John boat. Um, It's all about how many hours it takes to do the routing, correct? Yeah, absolutely.
1: So uh, a lot of folks look at our product and and question why it would be so expensive. And the one thing that you have to understand is that when you're working with us, um, I've got to have a team of engineers. All my engineers are completely degreed engineers, so they're not cheap. And these are the folks that have to go through. They have to digitally scan your boat. So what we do when we start the process is we bring in this blue box. I call it the world's most expensive tape measure. And what it is is it's a digital scanner. And so it goes through and it'll digitally scan precisely exactly what your, your boat flooring pattern looks like. And then that creates an electronic file. That electronic file is uploaded so that one of my engineers can go through then and do all the design work on it. So they clean up those files. They add in, you know, peak lines or in Brad's case, when we were doing his John boat, he wanted the alligator skin pattern. So we put in this alligator skin pattern into this um, design. And then once that, drawing is approved, so we'll put together a drawing, send it over to the customer, the customer will take a look at it and approve that drawing. Once they approve it, then one of my engineers is going through and programming so that we can put the sheets of material up onto our CNC routers. And then once it's programmed, then they'll go through and and do all the programming and cutting of that material. And for an example, um, Brad's boat, you know, typically a, a sheet of material, we'll cut that in a half an hour to 45 minutes. With the super, super customized boat that Brad did, I would throw a sheet of material onto one of the routers at the end of the day and hit the run button. And then I'd come back in the morning and it would be done. And we're estimating about eight hours to cut one sheet of material for for his boat.
2: It does look good, though, Josh. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. It does.
1: It looks really cool.
0: Leave it to Brad to make the most complicated stuff out there figures.
1: <laughs> <He's special. laughs> yeah, I'm I'm special,
2: all right. <laughs> I I fell in love with that pattern. I know you had it as an example and I just went, wow. And then you told me, Well, it's gonna be that's one's one of the most costly for for operation, but I'm glad I did it. You know, I, I even thought about changing it, but after the fact I'm super pumped that I did it the way I did it. So
1: and that's and some other things too, um, you know, with, with a pattern like the one that we did in Brad's boat where it's taken eight hours to cut one sheet of material, we'll never be able to hold our typical lead times that we have, but we do have some competition down in the, the Southern States and their lead times are in excess of 10 to 12 weeks. And that's the one thing that we've always done. My, my background is completely in the manufacturing understanding velocity velocity through um, processes from raw material to finished product and the one thing that we've been able to accomplish with aqua traction as well is that we hold lead times of two weeks and i try to maintain that when i start you know exceeding that then that means that it's time for me to start hiring more people right now we try to hold that that two-week time frame obviously if i'm taking eight hours per sheet on a job then that's going to be extended but you know customer service is extremely important to us and that's just one of the aspects of the customer service
0: so josh one thing i'd like to know in other listeners probably want to know is since we're in the midwest you got to deal with ice and snow in the winter or the late fall is that um is that product still going to be you know what are are there any safety concerns with it is it going to ice up is it going to freeze up or is it still going to maintain that non-slip that uh, property that it has
1: no, Jeff, it's going to maintain that, that non foot properties that it has. So, you know, I'm, I'm no different than anybody else here, especially on, on this podcast with, with you guys. I mean, I've been in my boat. I've shoveled out 12 inches of snow right before I drop it in at, you know, Max Twin Bay and try to go out and catch a 50-pound fish on Hennepin Island. And that's, that's a specific example. And so we've used that product, you know, in, in ice, you know, probably down to 10 degrees um you know digging out six eight ten inches of snow out of the boat and taking them out of there and you know there's there's never ever been a a time where it felt slippery now back in the past when i used to have you know some of the multi species boats previous to the boat that i'm running right now that did have carpet there were times where you'd crash into some waves on your on your way out And then it would turn into a complete skating ring in that boat. And we would tie ropes around our waist and then anchor ourselves to one of the cleats on the gunnels just so that if one of us did slip off into, you know, 32 degree water, that at least we had a a fighting chance somewhat of making it back into the boat without dying of hypothermia.
2: You know, you just brought up a valid point. You just reminded how stupid I am as a muskie fisherman. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> yeah, think about what you just said there you know and we we all do that without really thinking about all the safety features you know what i mean it, it's pretty amazing there's no doubt the neat thing about it like me duck hunting out of the boat that i have with the aquatraction you know i used to use my net a lot of times throw my net down on the bottom of the carpet because when carpet gets iced up it's slippery where this being a cushion product as you step on it, that ice just kind of crystallizes and breaks, you know, it really stays together. So it's a cool thing. Cool. Another part of that product for sure. Another thing that, you know, safety wise, one of the things that I was concerned about all the time, Josh was, you know, you know, you told me it's pretty much, um, a product that isn't going to take on anything. Um, you know, I spilled gasoline on it. I, I said earlier, I had blood all over it. Um, it's, it's remarkable. It really has not affected it at all. And I'm abusive to this product. It's withstanding everything I can dish out anyway.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I, and actually, I've got a story about, you know, filling gasoline because that's one of the questions i I get at a lot of the boat shows. You know, the, the most common question, blood and wine. But then if you want to ramp it up and you start looking at, you know, bleach, a lot of people ask questions about, And then gasoline is another big one. And so I I mentioned earlier in the show that I go down to Louisiana. I try to make it down there quite a bit. Absolutely love fishing in Louisiana. And one of the locations that we stay at down there, well, to to take the story back two steps further, so right at the, the... mouth of the mississippi river flowing into the gulf of mexico there is a inlet that comes in there and it can be completely nasty so the ocean can be completely calm you got brackish water coming in you got currents and waves coming from every direction and then there's a whole pile of like rock jetties that come and shoot in and out of there and so it can be extremely dangerous and when we're down there actually i took my lower unit on it one time but you probably see one person per day hit it with, with their prop. And so, you know, I've always felt like if I'm on the water and somebody's in trouble, you know, you always got to respond to these people. Same thing as when you're in the mountains, if you're in the mountains hunting and somebody's hurt, you know, definitely drop everything, go help them. So anyhow, a guy had hit the rock jetty, took his lower unit out and was limping a boat back to, you know, the place that we were staying at. And he approached me and asked me if I would run him all the way up to Venice and drop him off to get some tools so that he'd come back and fix his boat. Well, the run all the way back up is an hour and a half run. And, you know, we're down there on vacation. So I was a little bit irritated about it that I had to run him all the way back up to Venice. But once again, I kind of stand true to if somebody's in trouble, I'm going to help them out no matter what, especially if they're on the water in the mountains. So I told him, I said, yep, I'll run you up. And I said, I'm not going to charge you anything for it. I don't really care about that. But what I am going to do is I'm going to fill my boat up and then we're going to run all the way up. I'll run you all the way back. And then I'm going to fill my boat up again. And then you guys just pay me the gas money that it, that it cost me to run you guys back and forth all the way up to Venice. So when I went to fill my boat up, I stuck the, the nozzle in the tank and the person who was going to pump it forgot to switch over from large vessel to small vessel. And so I started pumping gas and there was way too much pressure and it just literally exploded just like a volcano of gas just erupted out of my boat and just sprayed all over every single pad. We were bringing fish up too. So we had these um, styrofoam coolers that just literally disintegrated. But with the aqua traction, the, the gas just sprayed all over it, completely all over it. And the guy that I was running up, he was just in awe. He couldn't believe that, We just sprayed, you know, gallons of gas all over my boat, hit all the ox traction pads, and every single one of them were fine. And I didn't even get excited about it because I'd sprayed gas on them before and knew it wasn't that big of a deal. So when we ran to Venice for that hour-and-a-half boat ride, he talked about it the whole entire time. He was going on and on and on how he couldn't believe that that these pads have just lasted, uh, you know, all this gas. The sun's beating on it now. He's just waiting for these things to deteriorate. They never do. And long story short, we stayed in contact, and he was so excited about the product and what he's seen that now he is my full-service dealer taking over the whole entire Louisiana area. So he takes over Baton Rouge all the way down to Venice right now. So it's kind of cool story. That's awesome.
2: So he had quite the – or maybe you had – Quite the interview process there the way it
1: sounds (laughs) yeah yep and and good deeds do go uh on or not noticed sometimes but this time it didn't so (laughs) So it was pretty good awesome
0: last question i have about the product josh is what's the warranty like on something like this
1: so we have a three-year warranty on our product and you know really i mean if if you're gonna run into any issues you know if, if you gouge it If you take something and gouge it, we're not going to cover that on the warranty. We've had people drop cigarettes on it. It will burn if you drop cigarettes or cigars on it. That's not going to be covered on the warranty. But anything else, we're going to take care of you. You know, our, our, our company is completely customer service focused. Um, If you go onto our website, you can find my personal cell phone number on there. I tell people, you know, I put that out there on purpose because if you do have a problem, then you can simply give me a call and I'm going to take care of you. So we put a three-year warranty on it. If there was some, you know, fluke thing that happened and it was five years down the road, I'm sure that if you called me up, I'm still going to take care of you. But I just have to put a number out there and three years is the number that we put on it.
0: All right, Josh. Well, we really appreciate you coming out tonight. If somebody is interested in your product, what's the best way to go about getting in touch with you guys?
1: Yeah, so the best way to get a hold of us, so first off, we've got a website, www.aquatraction.com, and you can check us out on, on the web. We've got a lot of different pictures, a lot of different patterns, all of our different color options. So to will give you an idea. Before you give us a call, will give you an idea of, you know, taking a look and and seeing some of the different boats and some of the different projects that we've done and giving yourself an idea of what it is that you're going to want to have customized into your boat or whatever project it is that that you're working on. We got Facebook and Aqua Traction. I've also got all my dealers that are connected to my Facebook page. So daily, I'm putting their pictures up of, you know, whatever boat shows they're at or whatever projects that they're completing and then you can also reach out to me via email. My personal email address is josh, J-O-S-H, at aquatraction.com. That's josh, J-O-S-H, at A-Q-U-A-T-R-A-C-T-I-O-N.com.
0: So, Brad, Carrie, if you guys are looking for a Christmas gift for me, I could go for one of those 36 by 20 anti-fatigue mats just in case, you know, you're looking for gift ideas seeing as though we are in the Christmas season now.
3: So I get to pick what goes on it?
0: Um. No, <laughs> no, you don't. Well,
2: uh, funny. Uh, funny story, real quickly. This <laughs> past June, Josh jumped in the boat with us, and we did some open water trolling for a day. And and I have a big, big Yeti cooler that sits in the twenty four foot John, you know. And people throw their stuff in there. There's ice in there all the time, and you got drinks, sandwiches, whatever. And I'm like, Josh, I really need to put a top on that cooler. He's like, yeah, you really should have one on there. So in the meantime, I'm running the boat and Josh and Carrie and Mika, they're all up there talking. well, Mika and Josh came up with a game plan to make me a cooler top with a unicorn on it. (laughs) So (laughs) anybody out there that's going fishing with me this next year, they might see that uh, unicorn top of Aqua Traction right on the top of my Yeti. Pretty crazy. Unicorns are
3: lucky, right?
1: You're looking for unicorns.
0: I'm not looking for Absolutely. unicorns. <laughs> no. That that
1: was that was Mika's idea, and that is gonna be the best luck charm in your boat next year. Guaranteed. <laughs> Everybody and then everybody's gonna want one.
2: Well maybe. You never know, right? <laughs> <laughs> uh, it was good stuff. And it's uh it's definitely on the cooler, so it's good.
0: So Carrie, what you're saying is there's a no to the gift for me this year at Christmas?
3: I told you if I get to pick out what's on it, you can definitely get it.
0: Mm-mm, no unicorns. <laughs>
3: I'll
0: wait to what? see. I'll wait to see how it pans out for Brad next season first.
2: <laughs> It'll work just fine.
0: You think it's about the unicorn or is it about the guy in charge of the boat?
2: <laughs> unicorn depends on the day.
0: Well, maybe if we're talking about Brad, it's the unicorn. <laughs> <laughs> That's
2: very valid.
0: Oh uh, yeah. Well, I think uh, I think we got enough for this episode, Brad. Carrie, if you want, why don't you guys talk about Musky Mayhem Tackle?
3: You can find us at muskymayhemtackle.com or if you you can follow us on Instagram or Facebook. We do have some stuff on YouTube, but we will have some more stuff coming out this winter on YouTube.
2: I just appreciate the customers and we're known as the originators of the big bladed, uh, flash boo baits. And we're proud of that. So definitely check this out, send us some uh, fish photos that you've caught over the last couple months here. And, uh, we'd love to share them and put them out on Instagram, Facebook, what have you. So definitely, uh, give us a shout, give us an email.
0: So since it's the holiday season, we should add that if you want a Backlash podcast hoodie or t-shirt, you can find them at Musky Mayhem Tackle or you can find them at Team Rhino Outdoors. I just thought I'd add that out there. You know, if you want to tell your dad, mom, brother, sister, aunt, uncle that you want one, now is the time to get one. Speaking of Backlash podcast, you can email us, BacklashPodcast at gmail.com. So if you want to see a particular guest that we haven't hit up yet or maybe a region that we haven't hit hit up yet because we want to try to catch some more stuff on the eastern side of the of the united states and we're also going to try to i think i have two guests for december or maybe early january that are going to talk about river fishing for guys that haven't had a chance to have us touch on rivers we're going to try to go that route too but if you got any suggestions for us check that out if you listen on itunes Maybe consider giving us a review. We've gotten some reviews lately from people. It just helps us show up higher in search volume. So if you want to do that, that'd be great. Five stars is always preferred. But if you know if you don't like Brad or me, you know which I can understand. I would just you know we'll take any review. All all reviews are welcome. And let's see here, Backlash Podcast. You can find us on Google Play, iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, Overcast, Podbean. Um, I think that's tune in radio might be another one on there, but anyways, you can find us most places you find a podcast. If you found us once, hopefully you can find us again. And then team Rhino outdoors, you can find us at team It's the holiday season. So send anybody you want over and get yourself a holiday gift. If you want a gift card, that's great too. We offer those too, and they can get emailed right to you. So you can also find more about team Rhino outdoors on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. We also do have new content that we put out on YouTube, and typically we're getting close to wrapping up our YouTube, but we had a bunch of content this year, so we'll keep pushing it out. Plus, I missed a couple weeks with some stuff I had going on in my life, and I think that's about it. Episode, I don't know, what is this one, Carrie? Probably 35-ish, I'm guessing?
3: Yeah, I think so.
0: Probably number 35. Anyways, number thirty-five's in the book. Thank you, Brad Carey, for coming out, and, as always, and co-hosting. And thank you, Josh, for taking some time out of your schedule to talk to us about aqua traction. We really appreciate it, and we hope that you have a great holiday season.
1: All right. Thank you.
2: Thanks, Josh. Thanks, Josh. It was good.